Now, Betty, um, what are we going to do tonight? I'm going to kick some ass! <laughs> Chicago, where the fires serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. It sure is. <laughs> He's back again. <laughs> Got more comebacks than Jordan. Oh. Episode 97 is brought to you by 606 Media. True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Great Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to greatclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. Right now. As always, I am Big Z and I'm here with my boy E-Rock. What up, E? What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. If you are a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can follow follow us on Twitter at True Shy Fans and on IG at True Chicago Sports Fans. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash True Chicago Sports Fans. Go on over there and click on support and you can become a subscriber for as low as 99 cents a month. Ladies and gentlemen, do you like the show? I do. Are you a fan? I am. Then tell five of your friends, and they will hopefully tell five of their friends, and we can all be friends, ladies and gentlemen. Support the show. If you are a friend, show it uh, to your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone who likes sports and and all types of ill shit, because we talk about everything here. Pretty much. It's not just sports. We have a good time, and we we like to make each other laugh, and we like to make you laugh. So if you like the content, share it with your friends and family. Yes, sir. It's been a while, Z. Yeah, I know. I know, man. I know you miss me. I know you miss me because oh, I'm. Yeah, I, I do. You sitting around solo dolo in the apartment. And you just got Jackson next to you, and you're like, man, I wish Eddie was here. To say I have no one stupid. to argue with, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have no one to. There's no bear to poke, man. It's, it's really that's the biggest thing. Is like, let me. It's, how can I piss you off? Uh, well, yeah. let, let's talk about what's in Contreras. I promise you. I promise you. While I'm listening in the car on the way to work on Tuesday morning, I'm screaming at the fucking uh, radio. So you know you're pissing me off. It don't matter if I'm here or not. You're gonna piss me off. But if it's soccer or Wilson Contreras, I can piss you off. You, you, you. Hey, listen. Your opinion don't count because you fucking watch soccer. Okay. Anything you got to say about sports don't matter because you watch fucking soccer. Okay. But despite all that, I missed you, brother. Tell me about how you've been. Oh, man, I've been great, bro. I got about 10 more days of work, so I've been even better. I'm counting the you fucking mother- I literally put it on my Snapchat at the beginning of the year, and you can see the cinder blocks, the, the light green cinder blocks behind me. And I said, 
10 more months of this <laughs> fucking sentence. <laughs> oh, God. So I have 10 days left on my sentence. And you know what? This, the kids are antsy. The teachers are antsy. The administration is changing as usual every yeah. year. Fucking, yeah, that bullshit. Uh, but it's been great. I mean, otherwise than that, there's a lot of kids that are, are appreciative. Um, I had sixth graders that I had, and now they're graduating. They come. Mrs. Z saw my, saw my stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's appreciated because they, they understand that you were there for them. You're you're not just being an asshole to be an asshole. It's just like, <laughs> let me show you some structure. It's just my personality. It, it, that is my personality. But there is there's, there's a lot of, uh, um, you know, because you're a father figure yep. as being a male there. And there's not a lot of males in the teaching industry. So it's usually the, the PE teachers, uh, music teachers, and so forth. But uh, so, I mean, like, you you kind of in the same boat with me when I coach, you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. what, it does, what it is is these kids become your kids. Yes. Right? And that's what it is. So you look out for them. Like, How's your mom? How's yep. your sister? How are you feeling? I know yeah. you were down last week. You know, it's it's the same exact thing. So I, I understand what you're talking about completely, man. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's good to see them to, to go through these things and it's like try to instill them. I'm like, look, guys, if I can give you the shortcut in life, mm-hmm. would you take it? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, so why don't you listen to me on a day in and day out basis? <laughs> if I can tell you how to make money, and uh, the the information that I wish someone would have bestowed upon me as a child or a young adult, hey, save your money, don't go to the movies, don't buy gym shoes, uh, save your money, stack your money, buy fucking land, yeah, I buy mean, buildings. You know, I mean, you know, here, here's the thing: we're, we're in 2022. I mean, there's so many drugs you could sell. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know you missed me. <laughs> oh my God, um, FBI! That was not me. <laughs> Anyways, the weather is changing. My allergies have been fucking neurotic. Yep. It's been crazy. Even Mike Logic was in the other room. He's fucking crying over there. His eyes are watery. His throat's itching. Same thing with me, bro. It's been crazy. Last week I know it was a little nasally, but fuck it, I had to get through it. Um, but you know, it's summer's coming, and that is our season. Mm-hmm. So. Happy anniversary to our first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May, May 22nd. It just popped up on my Facebook. It was the very first announcement of the very first episode. If you've available. never if you've never listened to the first episode, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to fucking self-deprecate here. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was literally recording the interview that I was FaceTiming yep. with my phone. Yep. And then I'm like, oh, I have this application called GarageBand. Let me see what I can do my, with this. My, my favorite is... How is that last dance hangover that bad, huh? <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, sir. <laughs> it's a it's a really bad episode, but that just shows you the growth uh, of of us. Um, not only as, as as two people who fuck around on a microphone, but yeah. as people who interview people now. So we've yeah, had my, yeah. uh, Nikolai a couple times now. So like. And I love Nikolai, and, and and we always thank him for everything, and we got emotional. Go we back, sure did. We sure go did. back and listen to that episode. We got emotional because he was literally the linchpin yep. that launched us into our podcast. Yep. So um, thank you, Nikolai. I know you get to listen when you get to listen, and uh, i definitely going to send your stuff now that I'm off from work. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the long wait <laughs> a year. <laughs> Blame the supply chain issues. It's okay. yeah, yeah, it was the supply chain. Yeah, you know, you know the truck drivers and all that. And Anyone the, but us. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh man oh so i did a thing this week man <laughs> so i was bored on facebook because you know my instagram got hacked oh that, so i can't get that ten thousand bitcoin from you no you cannot get that cambodian boy either <laughs> oh, no. whoa, 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 whoa. hey now 
Hey now. Oh, no. <sighs> um, so I did a thing. I bought a hat at full price, brother. I know that's oh. not, that is not your thing, no, brother. I know that. At all, at all, at all. I need a, I need a promo code at least, at the very I, least. Well, I got free shipping. That's as far as I okay. got. Okay. Uh, yeah. So um, I bought a hat at full price, and it is the Big Chew edition of the White Sox hat. The, the Big League Chew? Big League Chew, thank okay. you. And it is in purple and green. Oh, my God. So I had- <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. So let me tell you something. When, yeah. I, when I buy hats, I mean, my, my hat collection is growing every fucking day. I of course. Mean, like, of to course. To the point where, like, my wife, she's like, you have so many hats. I says, yeah, but I only got one head. And, and the- <laughs> hey. hey. hey, now, hey now. Should have wore a hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 no! I love my kids. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, you, you talk about this green and purple hat, and the first thing up top popped in my head was like, uh, when I buy hats, I buy hats with the intent of what am I going to wear it with, yeah, right? That's yeah. what I all the time. I thought so about that too. Most of my hats are dark blue or or, or black, right? Yeah. So depending, like, True. I got a Steelers hat because that's my second team. I got that to match the the hoodie that I have, to, you know, that I got for right, Christmas. Right, right. I got the holy cow, you know, with the cow with the the uh, the halo around. Yes, the that's you know a dope I mean? hat. Like, you know, I, I got all types of different hats, but they're usually black or dark blue. Okay. You tell me, you got a fucking purple and green. What, what is this? Some Barney shit? Like, what's going on here? So it is based on the. Uh, what is it? The the grape bubble gum oh, version of it. Oh, I couldn't do the other ones. I couldn't do the pink one. I, I don't have any. I really have any. I have one pink shirt. I, mm-hmm. It's really more magenta than pink. Magenta. Yeah, it's magenta. <laughs> Whatever you know. But I, I looked at it just like you said. And what outfit can I mash this with? Right. And I do have a, a nice uh, purple shirt. Uh, yeah. It's like you know a little V neck. Yeah. Get a little sexy. Let the meat hair out. You know. Oh what? And my three hairs. <laughs> <laughs> And I do have some green, white, and black Nikes that uh, that I wear, Air Max 90s. Okay. So I was like, okay, there's one outfit, and I can always buy more clothes that to match the hat. one outfit. You're- but I can always yeah, buy yeah, yeah. more clothes to match my shit. So oh I'm like, okay, whatever. God. So I did that. So cue the Barney song. <laughs> <laughs> but it's glad. I'm super glad to have you back. It's been crazy because it's like me talking to the universe. Uh, thank you guys for listening. But it's so different to talk to the screen and be like, okay, right. these are my listeners. Right. Let me talk to you guys. I have no one to argue with. I can't bounce shit off the wall with. See, here's the difference between you and me, though. Like, I feel like, honestly, like, if I had that choice, like, I would be very good at it just because I'm very good at leaving the space. I'm leaving the the, 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 the the atmosphere. Let it sit there. Let it sit, you know, and, 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 and breathe for a minute. You know what I mean? And 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 I know you, you need someone to like you need you're like tennis. You need yes. You, you're like Forrest Gump when he's playing against somebody. Oh, yeah, it's a ping like, pong. Yeah. I'm like Forrest Gump when he just played against himself, right? You know what I mean? Like it don't, uh, it don't matter. I, can I talk mean you, to you're really good at playing with yourself apparently. And, and, and I'm good at talking <laughs> to myself. I mean I think I've proven that a few times. But I mean, yeah, look, look. Like I'm I'm glad to be back. You know, it, unfortunately like, you know, uh Things that I've had that I've had to do, or, or things that I've liked to do, I, yeah. I've taken time off. I yeah. feel like you know, two years into the show now, uh, you know, I haven't taken. Neither one of us has really taken time off. We, t- I think, we took time off for what a Christmas episode, New Year or something like that. Well, yeah, we took one episode off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, so like, it felt you know, weird. I, even that felt weird. For yeah. Me. So I, oh, Super Bowl. It was Super Bowl week. I think that's what it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like anything else. You you need to be able to take your time off, and we just don't always have a substitute to be able to kind of fill in when we need it. Yeah. And we we've had those those people fill in when we needed it, and, and we appreciate it. But I mean, like, look, 
first of all, I want to say once again, happy birthday to my wife, Kim. Yes. And, and also, birthday, Kim. happy birthday to you, brother. You, Thank you. Your birthday was the day before hers. Yeah. And, I'm sorry to tell you, her birthday trumped yours. <laughs> so I would hope so, sir, because <laughs> that would be a big problem with I, Kim. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what it, what it is. So I mean, like <laughs> we uh, special. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, so so the Saturday uh, on the uh, on the 14th, yeah. you know, I took her out, just me and her, and we Where'd you go? We, we went out. Uh, we went to a restaurant called Use Mandarin in uh, Schaumburg. I had been there with some work friends. Not use Mandarin. Use Mandarin. Why you? Not use. Not like it was old food. It was it was new food. It was. Like you, us. Mandarin. It wasn't like old food. Like I wasn't saying, "Hey, give me some of that used food." No, I was used ah, Mandarin. Okay. So why you? So I mean, I, I went there uh, not too long ago with uh, some coworkers. I have, I have a friend at work. His name is Wayson, and he just somehow knows all these really good restaurants. So I, I always trust his food recommendations. So we had went there a few weeks ago. I took my wife because she loves Chinese food, and we went out to the uh, the parents' night for our softball, uh, the the youth softball league okay. that, that I'm, I'm a part of. So we went out for that, and then uh, and then on the Sunday. Um, instead of recording with you, we went out with the whole family. We went to uh, where the hell did we go? Oh, we went to uh, we went to Uncle Julio's uh, Mexican right by my house. No, we went to the one in uh, Lombard. We went okay, to the one in Lombard. Okay. Uh, the the weird th- the food was good. Don't get me wrong, the food was good. The tortillas were super fresh. They were very really nice. I, the steak was really good. We had you could have went to to my guy's place. I would have set but you first, up. No, but first of all, I'm taking the kids. Right, I'm taking yeah, the kids. I'm taking kids friendly. First of all, I'm taking the kids. Uh-huh. I'm taking the kids to a place where, like, if they do some weird shit, I won't be embarrassed to show back. <laughs> ah. Right, but but again, my wife's birthday. She got to pick. Now, here's the weird thing about Uncle yeah. Julio's. Uh-huh. How come it's not called Theo Julio? Uh huh. I think you. Uh, yeah, just don't look away. Don't look away. I think we understand the reason why because a uh, certain uh, yeah, because uh, fucking melon, Steve owns that shit. Melanin challenged people need to know what the fuck they're eating. So I think that's what <laughs> happened there. But yeah, I mean, look, like like I, like I said, I, we went and celebrated her birthday. She got a, she for my birthday. We went to fucking uh, we went to uh, Tennessee. All right, right, right for, right. for my daughter's birthday, for the Smoky for, Mountains, right? The smoke, smoke, all the mountains. Uh, for my 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 older daughter's birthday, we went to uh, uh, Kentucky. So you know, we didn't we didn't go on a trip for her birthday, but uh, you know, we we celebrated a whole uh, weekend with her, and uh, yeah, I mean, we had a good time. And like you know, happy wife, happy life. That's how it goes, right? I mean, I don't have a wife, but I can understand <laughs> what you're saying, sir. <laughs> but yeah, you know, look, uh, look, I appreciate you, uh, you know, taking care of the show. I, I always love listening to to the show when you're riding solo dolo and seeing what you got to say and seeing uh, you know how you bounce off and listening to you develop your skills on the mic because yeah, again it's, it's you're working used to, it's a, you're yeah. used to having me here yeah and everyone knows ask my boss he always says i'm a talker right? oh so. yeah you're a talker <laughs> no you're a talker and, I, and I've, I've always been used to being the one that bounces off i'm quick-witted when someone can set me up and so it's me building my skills of being the, the lead right being the lead chair and again it doesn't bother me to be in either chair but like it is a big difference when you have to drive the show yourself and drive the content. Mm-hmm. And I did my best last week, and and you know I try to put in with the with the baby song, with the mm-hmm. baby being delivered, and putting the song <laughs> under Enter Sandman. I thought that shit was hilarious. That was good. That was. I good. mean, I, I did it. my little best, but you know. I'm like, okay, what would make E laugh? If, uh, yeah. if something could make E laugh, then guess what? It's going to make everyone else laugh. Right. Because, you know, if you got a dick on your arm and you want to slap your grandma, <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to laugh for like 25 minutes. So. I could help myself. <laughs> I, could, I was just telling you all before the show, you know, we were talking about that story again. And I was like, you know, I just man- I just imagined like me trying to hug my short grandma. Oh, use like- the other arm. <laughs> 
But anyway, look, like, uh, you know, like, once again, I appreciate you. And, and guess what, man? Like you said, summer is almost here, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe you need a fresh start. So let me tell you about a great opportunity with our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring. ACSI is a proud partner of both Comcast and Astound, powered by RCN. Fans, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. The ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales, technicians, and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today. ACSI is an equal opportunity employer. Go get you a job. This week, we talk about the possibility of Zach Levine not coming back to the Bulls. And this week in the bottom line, we talk about Chicago baseball. Once again, they're kind of uh, contradicting themselves. I see the oh, Sox yeah. kind of staying at 500 and the Cubs. Yep. The Cubs, hey, look, the Cubs are not winning, but they are making baseball interesting on the north side. They're, they're fun to watch. Absolutely. I, I, I'm not going to knock them. They are fun to watch. You're the one Sox fan in the world that's not knocking the Cubs right now. Well, you know what's funny? Because I'm walking out of work and I know I don't know who this parent was, but they're in the parking lot, which they're not supposed to be, but whatever. And uh, he's like, oh, you're a Sox fan? I'm like, yeah, I'm a Sox fan. They're like, oh, you don't like the Cubs? I'm like, I got nothing against the Cubs. I just don't like Cub fans. Some of them. Like the ones that don't know who the fuck is in the lineup. Those are the guys I don't like. He's like, oh, you're the first Sox fan I know that that likes the Cubs. I'm like, I grew up watching the Cubs. I got nothing against the Cubs. It's not about liking the it's not about liking the term team or or disliking the team. It's no. just about like I, again, once again, we talk about like how laundry. One, it's laundry. One, You're picking a laundry, right, right? And I mean, I'm picking the fact that Anthony Rizzo just hit one and Lou Bob couldn't handle it. That fucking was dude, sick. this dude just. <laughs> oh my god! What, what was it? Everybody judges hit a home run. Jesus! Well, I want some money on that, but anyway, <laughs> that's what matters to me. So we got Chicago baseball for you yeah, guys we do. this week, and all that, of course, during the pot. And what you looking at? But first, this is the big three with Big Z. Thanks, E-Rock. I'm Big Z, and you're not. Yes. <laughs> now for today's stories. Oh, man, we got some stories about balls. Oh, your favorite. <laughs> no, Mike Logic's favorite. <laughs> Story number one. ESPN Sage Steel required hospital and dentist visits after being hit with a golf ball at a PGA championship. Stage uh, Steele confirmed on Saturday, this past Saturday, she was struck by a golf ball at the PGA Championship this past Thursday that resulted in injury to requiring visits to the doctors and the dentist. The ESPN anchor didn't reveal the extent of her injuries, but announced in a statement released by the network that she received medical care at a hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the site of the PGA Championship before returning to her Connecticut home to consult her doctor and dentist did you see this brother so i i saw that there was a couple of stories about uh uh young reporters getting hit in the face oh we got another one yeah because i mean this look uh this is terrible to see she was by a tree i mean like first of all like you would not think you're gonna get hit by a tree uh, well, first of all, or by a ball, but yeah, by, a, by a ball near a tree, right? Um, yeah, dude, like <laughs> balls in wood. Oh no! Oh no! 
something Kerry Wood is not familiar with after oh. his 20 strikeout game. The anniversary would just happen. Thank you very much. I'll go, May go, go. 20th, right? There you go, baby. Hell yeah. Hell look yeah. at that. Look Kid at that. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Kid K in the house. That's right. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, this is an unfortunate incident. I mean, it, this is not an isolated incident, but it's weird that it happened with a golf ball. Usually you see this in baseball, right? Yeah. Yeah, usually if someone's not paying attention, they get hit with a 95-mile-an-hour baseball in the head. But, I mean, she's literally reporting on one of the holes in mm-hmm. golf. Mm-hmm. I'm pausing <laughs> for dramatic effect there. Yes. And um, so you can see the the golf ball just strike her in the nose, and then it's just blood splattering everywhere. And so, she's covering her face. So this reminds me a little bit when we did the clinic with the uh, CPD Knights. Who? You remember that? I wasn't there, oh, sir. Oh, you weren't there. That, yeah. I had, that was my first day of work, because I couldn't was, be there. The, oh, oh, poor baby. The one time you actually had to do some work. Shh. <laughs> no, it happened to one of the players for the Knights. At Chivera, right? Yep. And he got hit right in the face, and it was coming in, and he just didn't see it, because he was uh, working the camera. And yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he, he got busted up pretty good, too. So, I mean, again, that was baseball. He's so a pretty boy, though. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> He's a pretty boy. A little less pretty now, <laughs> after a ball to the face. Oh, Jesus Oh man! But I, but I heard there was actually another story very similar to this. Yes, story number two, sir. Colorado Rockies TV reporter recovery after being hit in the head by a foul ball this past Monday. AT and T Sports Nets reporter Kelsey Winger says she's recovering after being struck in the head by a line drive during the ninth inning of the Colorado Rockies game against the San Francisco Giants earlier this week. I took a 95 mile per hour line drive to the head, Winger said in a tweet on Wednesday, along with the photo that showed a row of stitches on her forehead. So she took a ball to the head. Pause for dramatic effect. Okay. There we go. (laughs) So, yeah, so I'm I'm reading this right now, and it basically saying this is the second time it's happened to her in his career. The second time. So she's got a magnet for balls to the head. So that's two balls. Usually you pay double for that kind of action, Cotton. <laughs> and this is why we missed you back on this show. Listen, she's healthy. She's going to survive. So balls to the face is funny, right? Five hours in the hospital. Okay. No fractures, no internal bleeding. It's Look, here's the thing. It's a scary situation. It's yes. the reason why they put up all the, the, the screens or the, uh, the nets, nets at yes. every, every ballpark, right? It's the whole reason why Sox fans always gave Cubs fans shit. Like, get off your phone and watch the game. And it's the reason why I have the sign in the in the studio yes. here. Be alert for fall balls, right? So that's the reason why that, that's in here in the first place, because you never know when balls are going to start flying in here. Wow, that is really hard. That's what she said. <clears throat> Okay. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Moving on. Story number three. Vandal forces Johnny Cash silhouette to take a leak on his own hometown. This is right up Eddie's alley. Leaders in Kingsland, Arkansas, have spent years branding the town as the ancestral home of Johnny Cash. They put up cast iron signs welcoming drivers to the birthplace of Johnny Cash. They slapped his silhouette on the town's water tower. And they're working with his estate to build a heritage center that will highlight his roots in the community. He was there for like fucking three years. Relax. That sounds like it'll take a lot of cash. But (laughs) it Cash thanked them by taking a leak on his hometown. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. All right. So last week, a vandal fired a well-aimed bullet into Cash's crotch, or rather the crotch of the silhouette that's painted on the town's 50,000-gallon water tower in Kingsland. <laughs> so Kingsland's <laughs> mayor, Luke Neal, told the Washington Post 
that over the course the course of her six days, the water tower version of the Man in Black streamed roughly 180,000 gallons to the ground below. It looks like he's peeing off the water tower. This and people are going wild with it. This sounds like something happened on that 70s show. <laughs> uh, yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. 100%. 100%. This is awesome. I mean, I know Cash was born in Kingsland in 1932, and his family's all over there, and this is and that, and everybody knows him as JR. Yeah. He was there like three, four years. Like, he, how is it's It's whatever. I mean, look, if you're a nobody town no, that nobody, yes. nobody knows anything about, you try you, to attach gonna, yourself to right, whatever. Whatever you can, right? Yeah. So, unfortunately, the man in black uh, decided to take a, a whiz all over the town. He's trying to give the golden shower. That, oh, wow. <laughs> you got to pay for that, Kai. And now you know where. <laughs> <laughs> And now you know where Cruz Light comes from. Ooh. <laughs> As I take another swig. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, uh, that's that's some that's a hell of an aim right there. You know what I mean? Well, he's definitely a marksman, whoever fucking did that. Yeah, well, I mean, that's all you got to do over there. Ain't shit else to be like, hey, Johnny Cash was here once. Like, that's your whole thing. So the, the, the most impressive thing here uh-huh. is that you made it through three stories and you got two balls in one. <laughs> and one, one strike? One, yeah. <laughs> two balls in one strike. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Why not? Wherever why not? I'll, I'll, I'll let that one. I'll let that one fly. I mean, he let it fly a lot, too. Yeah, well, this fly was down. 108,000 gallons. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> and that's what happens when you drink a whole case of Coors Lights. 1,000%. <laughs> I'm Big Z, and that's news to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. This is Enrique Calderon coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Come check me out on social media, Enrique Calderon Official, on Instagram and Facebook. Check us out. Y te lo dice, Enrique Calderon. Hey, True Chicago Sports Fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah, boy. This is The Loop, our Chicago Sports Roundup, where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Z, what's going on at the house that Jordan built? And the Chicago Bulls. Reports are coming out that the once sure thing of Zach Levine returning to the Chicago may not come to fruition. I don't know how I feel about this, man. Hmm. This guy is supposed to come back. We we said with good face. We've seen reports that he's not happy with all the love that DeRozan has been getting, and he doesn't want to play second fiddle. We've seen that he may sign with the Lakers among other teams. 
We always thought that he was a foregone conclusion that he's signing. What do you think about the chances of Zach not being a bull next season? He, I mean, the, the the biggest thing about Zach, we talked about him either possibly getting a max or a super max contract with the Bulls. Um, and, and the thing is, right now, I think the biggest concern is that when he had that knee injury, yeah. you know, you and I kind of went back and forth about whether he should have played in the in the All Star break yeah. and All Star, uh, uh, you know, shooting the three point contest and all that stuff. Right. And I said, look, I mean, the kid's trying to get his shine. He's trying to become a superstar. We're seeing the 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 uh, commercials he's doing with Mountain yeah. Dew and so on and so forth. But I mean, like, I think right now, you know, he doesn't know we we saw the emergence of demar Derozan, right we saw that him coming to a big name team like i said before um you know he he came out and he basically said that he wants to enjoy free agency when he came to the bulls uh, from timberwolves you know he signed that that contract and and he he re-upped with us here but i mean he's linked with the lakers he's linked with the blazers he's linked with the mavericks and the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks would be a terrible situation for him. Of course. I think because, you know, I think Dallas is the best place for him to go right. besides well, the Bulls. The Blazers, I mean, wouldn't be uh, him and Dame. Him and Dame. Be, but I mean, like the Mavs right now, the Mavs right now with the Western Conference Finals, they're yeah. going to lose to the Dubs, but it doesn't matter because, you know, you add another score to that team. But again, I, I talked about it before. He does the way that you see Luka kind of fade out of games and stand in the corner a lot. Jack exactly yep. does the same thing. Yep. I, I talked about uh, before about Michael Jordan syndrome where they all stand around and watch to see what DeMar DeRozan uh-huh. is going to do. Yep. So, I mean, you know, we talked about the fact that the Bulls can offer Levine a max contract. Uh, Super worth, max, yeah. Worth more than 210, right, for five seasons. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's speculations with rival uh, execs as to whether he's actually going to get that offer from the Bulls because there's other teams that can offer him a max contract, just not a super max like the Bulls can. Right. So, at the end of the day... The Ro- I mean, not the Rose. Levine has all the cards in his in his hand of right. what he wants to do. Now, does he want to come back? I think he should. I don't. I don't. I don't equate this uh, second fiddle bullshit because anywhere he goes, he's going to be a second fiddle because he is not a superstar. But I think the 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 concern for him, you know, in his camp is that he's waited all this time to be the number one, right? What? To be the guy, and and he came to okay. the Bulls, and he was the number one. Okay, go sign with fucking Orlando. You could be the number one guy over there, and, and, and guess that, what? And, and that's another team that showed interest in him. Right, that's you what I'm know, saying. That, go Spurs, to Orlando. The Spurs showed interest before. Okay, Orlando showed interest, but I mean, those are not winning teams. You could be a, you could be a number one. Teams. You could no. be a number one. Go ahead, but you're not going to be a winning team. But I I think the frustration with him is that he was the number one. Coming here, he came here for a reason, right? They traded Jimmy Butler. Yeah. There's been a lot of debate lately over which side of the which side won, Who won that, the trade. That trade right. right now, we've seen Jimmy Butler go from the Wolves to the Sixers, now to the Heat, which yeah. are also in the Eastern Conference right yep. So, I mean, like, you, there's a lot of different things that are going on here when you talk about the fact that Jimmy Butler went over to the Heat. You talk about Luka Doncic going over there, you know, with, with the Mavs and, and Jimmy Butler, or not Jimmy Butler, but Zach Levine possibly joining that team. But I mean, I, I think that's what it is right now. He he's been wanting to be the man. He finally getting his record recognition in the NBA him wanting to be a number one him wanting to be a superstar getting these these commercial deals wanting to be the first player in NBA history to win not just a slam dunk contest but also a three point contest right just fine so I mean like he's really looking to be the man now if he goes to somewhere like the Lakers that's not going to happen because you still got to contend with LeBron and once LeBron leaves in a couple years whether it's next year the, the following year you know that's a thing too and there's also reports about possibly Anthony Davis coming over to the Bulls which I say no get the fuck nope. out of here nope. you know I, I mean he just never stayed healthy but the biggest problem that I have is right now you know he's set to go under uh, orth, uh, orthoscopic, uh, orthoscopic, orthoscopic. Yeah, the, uh, the surgery, surgery on, yeah. that, on that left knee you know 
he's finally coming his own trying to be that superstar and you know we we've been worried about that knee for a while because he had that knee injury when he when he was in uh, the ACL right Right. so I mean his his whole thing is that you know oh I'm not getting the shine that I should be because of D-Row and this and that but look D-Row's an older player and like I said before my concern has always been that he caught lightning in a bottle with the way that he played this last season and they're going to need Zach to come back to form come back to the Bulls and play at his true highest, highest level for them to truly contend in the East or for a title at all and my, you know, we we've seen Zach kind of get a little bit better, a little bit better. His shooting has gotten better, especially from outside, because that's what he's really been working on during the the pandemic. He sat there and he did that three point contest, where right. he did the three point contest from the home, right? So I mean, we've seen him kind of try to make a name for himself, try to make a bigger name for himself in the NBA. And now that he has a partner, which he's been asking for his entire time exactly. in Chicago, he gets another partner that can score. And again, Michael Jordan syndrome. They're all standing around watching to see what he's going to do. And Zach does not attack the basket enough. He loves to shoot that three. He loves to shoot an outside shot, but he doesn't defend either. And that's the biggest weakness on the team. So unless he's like a really stout defender, I don't think I can give him a super max. Him and DeMar are very similar where they don't defend. They like to shoot. And when they get the ball, it's ISO. Yeah. Th- those are the three things they have in common. Now, the thing is that Debo has a better mid range. Well, that's his whole game. Right. His, he, he, DeMar DeRozan does not drive to the hoop. He has a mid-range shot right there. You know right. What I mean? And we didn't see Zach drive to the hole because his knee was at right. 60, 70%. Right. Now that we're finding out. Because literally we were calling from like, why aren't you being more aggressive? Why are you standing at three-point line, Zach? Well, and, I mean, and that's the biggest that's, thing. That's the league right now anyway. Well, it? I understand that. But like, you're a high flower. You, a flyer. You could, over, you could dunk over anybody. He could. He could. But again, if that knee doesn't give him the lift that he needs. And that was the issue. Right. So... <laughs> so the Bulls are going to be investing on the fact that, on good faith, that that knee is going to be okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it depends and on how the so, surgery goes. Right. So you're going to give him a max. And the only way he gets a super max is if he says, I'm leaving Chicago and I want to go to Orlando or Portland or whatever. So then you do the super max, sign the trade. Right. right. Here's yeah, your yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for letting us know. Here's your trade. And good luck. And thank you for hooking us up with draft picks and, and players on the way back. But it, it's it's just iffy. Like the Bulls I mean, did, right? He did. Him and the Bulls had an agreement. Like we're not gonna do the, the we're not the gonna extension. do it this year. We're gonna do it next. year. We're gonna do it that next year so we can the, get yeah. you help. Right? And they did that, right. and, that and that was always the the uh, the deal that they the had, new administration had said. Right. Yeah, the new administration says, "Hey, we're gonna take care of you. We'll do it next year, but let's get you help on this team so we can get further." Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, too, is like you look who they were already letting go from the team. A lot of these guys like Matt Thomas, garbage ass Matt Thomas. I hope they <laughs> you love talking about Matt Thomas, throw him in the fucking garbage can, that bum. Um, but, you know, I mean, like, you know, you look at the, the problem that they had all, all year was that they couldn't defend. And even the big guys that they did have were fucking like one hundred you know, three pounds because they're soaking wet. These guys are just all skin and bones. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, l- let's get you, me, Gigantor and, and uh, Mike Logic <laughs> and Mike Logic. You know, I mean, we'll just make our own offensive hey, line put, out there. I'll be the 13th man. Put me at the end of the bench. <laughs> I am the best cheerleader ever. So, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the biggest thing that they're going to have to do right now is look, look for guys coming into free agency that they can actually, you know, have a toughness how like i talked about before daniel tice a guy that i would love i to love see daniel tice. You know what i mean uh thaddeus old because he ain't young no more you know <laughs> one of these guys right here the, the guys with that grit with that just asshole right that's the guy that they need and, yeah and i mean i would love to see zach come back because he is a very prolific scorer when he gets on his high streak and and 
him paired with a guy like uh, DeRozan because DeRozan eventually, whether it's next year or the, the following season, it's, he's going to fall off. He's going to need to step back. He's he gonna does. Need to take a step back so he can still be effective. You want a prime example of someone who had to do that as they got old, later in their career was someone like Dwayne Wade, right? Yes. Dwayne Wade would always attack the basket, always attack the yep. basket. You always see him knocked on his ass. And, and then LeBron came over. Right. He's like, go ahead, bro. Exactly. So, I mean, like, you have to learn how to play together. And I know that Zach wants his shine, but you got to remember DeRozan's like five years older than you. Exactly. Right? So you, you, you should be able to figure that out. And I think that, I think the biggest issue I have is is really with the way that Don, uh, Donovan manages the team. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like some of the moves that he makes are is questionable. But, I mean, if you can find a way to get rid of a guy like Kobe White, find a way to get a, a solid defender in the in the uh, on the squad to replace him you do you besides, got io besides the starting lineup okay you're, you're starting mm-hmm. five and io which yeah. is your sixth man yeah. right now everyone else after six man you can let them go well i think that if you look at the contracts he's already done that where a lot of those guys have already you know kind of dropped off you know what i mean because there's right. t- there's players that they're not going to come back a lot of these Derek drones and things like that they're not going to bring Bye. back to the team but i mean like w- you know i talked about uh, i talked to fo- before about them possibly uh making a run at someone like deandre ayton and yes. kind of but the problem is is that we kind of saw him kind of falter and kind of just fade away at the end of the uh uh the second round of the the western conference final Wait, which is okay we don't need we just need, we need a big guy. We, we need do need a big guy, but I'm just saying guy. we don't need DeAndre Ayton as like 120. percent We need him at eighty percent on our team. Come off the bench. Well, no, Ayton would be a starter for sure. Who's he pushing off the on the, off the starting? I mean, who's your other power? You know, what I mean, you got to. He would be your center, right? He would be your center. Vooch would be one of your power forwards. Okay, so Patrick Williams coming off the bench in? Again? No, because he would be the other power forward. You know, what I mean, you got so you got uh, your other forward. You got two forwards. You got your center, and then you got Zach, and you got Dero. Like that would be, you know what I mean? Because Zach can play the point. You know what I mean? Like uh, who's who Zach else? cannot dribble. I mean, look, but but here's the problem too: is that we don't know what's going on with Lonzo because it's right. Come out, that's he, the other his right. fucking legs are falling off. So someone's gonna have to take that point, right? So Zach is gonna have to take that point unless you're gonna put Io as a starter at the point. You know what I mean? At some point, Io will be the starter. I agree, but again, you right just, now you have Lonzo you just, Ball. You just signed Lonzo to a long term deal. Right. And you know, he, look, Lonzo Ball's uh, dad, Lavar, just came out and said that there's no way that, uh, that Zach's Zach coming is, back. is coming back. So you know what I mean? Like you got to figure that out. What validity does he have talking about Zach? Hey, you want to talk about your son, which is great. Hey, I'll, I'll say this: I, I think a lot of people thought when when um, when Ball came over to the Bulls uh-huh. that Lavar Ball would be all up in the business, and he wasn't. And he has not been. He has been. He's done a very good job of staying out of Lonzo's way, of staying out of Lamelo's way, and you only hear, Let him hear shine, from yeah. him once in a while. And before they made it to the league, you know, I mean, you got you still got Leangelo. Like, where first of all, where'd you get these names? Um, but anyway, so you still got the other the other ball, uh, the other ball to drop, and he's he's still out there. He's playing in the G League or the D League or whatever the hell they call it these days, right? And um, he is. I, I will say that before they made it to the league, he he was always hyping up his kids, hyping up his kids. Yeah, it's the triple baller, the three whatever the big a three ball, brand. Brand. Yeah, yeah, big baller, yeah, big baller, yeah, ball yeah. three balls. Yeah, and it's just because he had three sons. And well, um, maybe the man has three balls. Who knows? I mean, hey, one for each son. So anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, look, he he stayed out of it, and it was only because he had an interview with David Kaplan that we actually heard something from him talking about, you know, what his sons were doing in the league, what, and that's when he came up with his opinion about Zach Levine. You right, know, he wants to be the star. So, I mean, look, I would love to have Zach Levine back with the Bulls. I think that you know, I think that's what Bulls fans and the Bulls management, you know, at the time counted on when they got rid of Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. And but I just think that uh, you know he doesn't want to be the man somewhere else, and that knee is very concerning to me because you because he's not. 
again, Lonzo Ball with the knee, and then you got another fucking guy with the knee. I mean, right. that's, a, that's a bad fucking combination. It is a bad combination. And it, here's the eerie part. Both Bulls and Sox are owned by the same owner. Yep. And they're both having the same issues with injuries. And they're both kind of coming up short in playoff appearances. Well, well, well. It, it's it's very frustrating. Isn't that a quinky dinky? A very quinky dinky. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got Moncada and, and uh, that was traded for for uh, Chris Sale. Yep. Yeah. Another guy that's been injured with, for different different things. He had COVID. Yeah. Well, and he's, he's COVID the, is COVID. I mean, COVID is COVID. I mean, there's, there's a lot of players that got COVID, but I'm just saying he's been injured. But the COVID affected him that 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 one year where yeah. he he had no strength and no push and he couldn't do anything. And right now he's he's he's. He's been slotted down to the uh, He was slotted to the sixth spot Today he's batting first Because Tim Anderson is out But right. He's better he, he can't see the ball You just saw him strike out He can't see the ball Yeah I mean it, Look it, It's just one of those things Where These players they it, This is just a weird time in sports Right Yeah It's a weird Really weird time in sports So We don't know how How these Things like COVID affect them But again I mean To have knee injuries As a basketball player Is always concerning I mean Look, look at Penny Hardaway he, uh, Grant Hill, right? You know what I mean. So you look at these the guys. The next Pippen. Hey, look! Look at fucking Derek. Oh, did you see Pippen uh, address that today? Uh, this week? Uh. Uh-uh. So there was a, a like a little quote. And there was like because people were saying, "Oh, Grant Hill's uh, career got cut short. He was supposed to be the next Pippen." He's like, "He's supposed to be next Jordan." Grant Hill was was called the next Jordan before his knee. Yeah, they were like, "Okay." Pippen's like, "Yeah, you can call him the next Pippen," but he didn't win anything. Well, that's true. That's true. But again, injuries. Injuries. I'm like I Pippen. Mean, you you can't say nothing because you didn't win nothing by, besides with Jordan. So hey, I, I saw his son come out. It, it's funny because his son is also called Scotty, but it's S C O T T Y instead. Yeah. So he's declaring for the draft. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, it's you know, it's not my dad. I'm not my dad. This and that. And and we'll see. I hope I hope he does well in the league because we saw that Michael Jordan's kids they really couldn't you know they couldn't cut it. No. Well, I mean, also their their dad probably babied the shit out of him. They didn't have to do anything. They probably didn't have to work as hard either. It's different when you have that struggle versus when you're Correct. pampered. Correct. You have everything given to you. So. so one other thing that we saw with the Bulls is that they had interest with Matisse Tybel, uh and Mark Ooh. Eversley had a, a fondness for him from uh, going back to his early days in his college career in uh, Washington. And he was, uh, you know, uh, Eversley was instrumental in pushing the Sixers to acquire him in the 2019 draft. So we know him as a defensive uh, stalwart, you know what I mean? Like, and that's something that the, the Bulls severely lacked. Yeah. But that's some, he's a guy that they would have to uh, push for in a, in a trade, it has so, to be I mean, a trade because he's on the contract, right? So look, I mean, like he was a twentieth overall pick in the twenty nineteen draft, and he's you know he's, recent, yeah. You know he's an Australian kid, and he's still playing for the Sixers. Uh, you know, I, again, he was the uh, he was named to the the NBA All Defensive Second Team in the last two years. So that is something that the Bulls sorely need. Do you think this would be a good trade for the Bulls to bring in a guy like this? Who are we trading? That's a good question. Because that, that, uh, at the end of the that, day, that's the whole question. That, at the end of the day, that's all we're doing. Who I mean, are we trading? And, and obviously, going to start with Kobe White. Yes, one hundred percent. I mean, Kobe White. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're trading for a bag of basketballs. Kobe White would have to be <laughs> the first player they put out there. He is. He is at so a Mountain Dew machine from Zach Levine. Yeah, Mountain Dew, <laughs> Mountain, 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 Mountain Dew. Where's my check? Uh, anyway, um, yeah. I mean, look. Uh, 
yeah, you're right. It depends on what they'd be trading for him. But I think if they could find a way, again, they had a lot we, of we can't trade the first round pick because we trading one because last they year. Traded, but again, they they a lot of the guys that they they had on one year contracts are not coming back. So you yes. have to find a way to fill the coffers and 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 replenish your bench yep. right now. So I mean, like you have to find these tough, hard nosed guys. And uh, well, you get a two year player, you know, a, a second year player, a third year player that is already on another team. How are you supposed to get them over here without giving up one of your own assets? Exactly. And you're gonna have to sign them pretty soon again. Right, right, right. And and that's just kind of the same thing that they did with Zach when his second contract when he came over to the Bulls, and now Zach is in the position to look for that supermax. So, I mean, I would love to have a guy with his defensive prowess on the Bulls, but I mean, it might take too hefty of a price tag to try to get him over. A way to manipulate would be if you do a trade in how do you say that in good faith and say, hey, like I'm yeah. I'm gonna draft this guy for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you draft this guy for me and we'll swap picks later on. Yeah. I mean that's kind of like well, well, you see the the draft day picks all the all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so it happens. Uh you know they, they had the draft lottery not too long ago and uh and the Bulls clearly were not in it because yeah. they actually did too well. So right. which is almost detrimental because it doesn't do you any good. Right, because now you yeah. can't get one of these mediocrity. Yeah, yeah. So stuck I mean, in mediocrity. No. Bears fans. Yeah. Hey, shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Oh my god! You know, you know. Hey, gotta take a shot, man. Gotta take a shot when I can. You're not coming for these Bears games no more. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> you recording from home on Bears days. Yeah, well, and, and that's you know, that's, look, and the funny, the funny enough about the Bears is, is that now there's reports about them ha- being the worst team in the league, and them no being a shot, fucking way having a shot for the first overall pick. You can't tell me they're going to be worse than the Jets no. or the Jags or one of these other teams, but it really just depends on what happens. I mean, they don't face, but like maybe three good quarterbacks all well, season. They, they got to face all the other shitty teams or the shit in the same shitty position right. as they were last year. Exactly, so, and they get to play the Lions twice, <laughs> which is a toss up anyway. I mean, who knows? I think that's a split. <laughs> It probably, I, I think they, I think what happens just like what happens with the Bears every year is that they lose two to the Packers, they split with the Vikings, and they sweep the Lions. That's usually how that goes. Sounds about right. Yeah, every year, it's either split with the Vikings or the, or the Lions. So yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's usually how that goes. So it'll be interesting, but yeah, I mean, like uh, the, the Bulls really have to go after guys that can play defense, and that's yes. number one key yes. for this team because otherwise they might might as well just stay home. You need an enforcer. You, you need an enforcer. You need the asshole on the team. Yeah, and I think Zach is missing uh, Mr. Thaddeus, uh, old and young. Yeah, uh, because he was there to protect them. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing is that you know they they got they got rid of these like veteran guys and they went for dunkers like Derrick yeah. Jones. Like, what are you doing? Like, like Der- sign Tice back. I loved Tice. Yeah, Danny Tice. I mean, you know, he's, he's going to get your eight rebounds, and ten he's, rebounds he's for Boston. He went right back to Boston. Yeah. I feel like it's happened more than once where, where Chicago teams will trade for like a decent or a role player from yeah. another team and get whatever they can. And the other team now gets your asset and their player back. Because yeah. it's, it's the exact same thing what happened with the Cubs and Aroldis Chapman. Exact same thing. Yeah, we got a championship out of it. So what? Right. But I mean, at the same time, what did you do next year? Now you had to trade Solaire to get fucking Wade Davis to, tra- to have a closer. Who? We all know how that worked. Hey, yeah, Solaire's been killing. Yeah. And, and, and Wade Davis is now wherever the hell he is. Back in Colorado, he's in Colorado or wherever, Korea, wherever he is, wherever. <laughs> he is. But anyway, yeah, I, I, I think I think we can agree that the biggest thing for the Bulls is just find a way to get tougher and uh, you know play de- play defense because that's the biggest lack. Very true, very true. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a pause for the cause, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. 
We all know that 2020 was no joke, and with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, -hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded Hacia's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh, yeah. This is the bottom line. And that's the bottom line. In this segment, we discuss the biggest Chicago sports topic of the week. And this week, it is Chicago baseball, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what's going on with these cubbies? Yo, the Cubs actually got some good news this week regarding Wilson Contreras, your favorite player on the Cubs. I love Wilson. Yeah. Wilson! I'm sorry! Him Wilson! <laughs> yeah, they got some good news uh, regarding his hamstring injury. He exited early last Saturday with the injury. Uh, it was a hamstring tightness, and he's day-to-day, -day, the Cubs said last Sunday. Uh, manager David Ross came out and said it's actually something we're not that's not too concerning. We'll give him a day or two off and see how he feels. Uh, he left Saturday's loss in Arizona in the third inning, signaling to the dugout in the middle of Seiya Suzuki's plate appearance. Uh, the Cubs said he exited with that hamstring tightness, but they were waiting word on the severity after the game. Uh, he was out of the starting lineup last Sunday. He missed extended time back in 2017 and 19 with right hamstring strains. So they're, they're taking some precaution on this, and he got some treatment on the Sunday game. As you and I know, as you get older, these hamstrings get tighter and tighter. Mm -hmm. As you get older, you have to stretch more. You it's, have to, it's you one have of the few things on your body that does get tighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Unless you pay for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. No, you, you've got to stretch more. You've got to do some yoga. You, you've got to uh, put in the time and stretch those hamstrings. Uh, those things are nothing to play with because... They're attached to the uh, the gluteus maximus, minimus, and then all that's still attached to the back. So it becomes a compounding issue. If your hamstring is a tight, it affects everything going up and everything going right. down. And especially for a guy who is crouched 90% yep. of the time while he's playing, it's a big issue. So I wish Wilson a speedy recovery. We need him back. He's he's playing his ass off. and This is a career year for him, especially on, on a contract year. Again, I know you want to keep him. I think business-wise, he should go. Smart thing to do would keep him. 
smart thing to do. I would if he stays as a as a cup for his whole career. I'm fine with that. I I would love that. Smart thing to do. But I doubt it's gonna happen. It's a smart thing. Even though he's already said, I'm willing to talk right now to get this contract done. It's a smart thing to do. But yeah, I mean, the kid's gonna get paid either way. Yeah, and and the thing is too is I mean I mean like you know again, he has the history of the injury with the hamstring, right? Yeah. Everyone's body's built differently. Even though he is squatting and he's crouching all game long when he's in the catcher position, I mean you know we we know that he has a history of that injury because that's how his body is built. Just like you know my I my left hip was messed up, now my right hip hurts. You know what I mean? It's just the nature of the beast. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on board with you. I wish him a speedy recovery because we need him out there. The Cubs need him. The Cubs have been looking better as they go on. I mean, they've been showing some signs of life for once. Um, You know, Wisdom and Schwindel hit some back-to-back homers uh, a couple days ago, and they hit two more on on Sunday. They actually hit back-to-back homers. So, I mean, like, look, they're they're fun to watch again. I mean, we're kind of seeing a little bit of what we saw after the uh, All-Star break, after the trade deadline last year when Wisdom and Schwindel were the guys. You know, we're still uh, seeing a little bit of signs out of Suzuki. You know, he came out to a hot start. He kind of cooled down a bit, but his glove has been fantastic. I mean, we've, we've no, his glove is spot on, and his, his arm. He threw somebody off a of right he field sure the other did. day. Uh, but again, you played the Pirates. Again, you play who's on your schedule, right. so you have to whoop the Pirates. That yeah. is your job. Well, I mean, and, and that's the goal, right? Because right. you you you, you want to feel like even if you're a bad team, right? Like the Bears playing the Lions. Even yeah. if you're a bad team, you don't want to be. You, you want to at least beat the shittiest team. You don't want to be. You, know I mean? like <laughs> you don't want to be those people, right? You know what I mean. So like, and and and, and Arizona is a decent team. Arizona's a decent team. They got right. players, and the 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 uh, Diamondbacks always play the Cubs hard, right? So, I mean, it's just what it is because of the, the fandom that you got with Cubs fans down there in Arizona because of their training camp right? Um, and, and their spring training. So, I mean, you know, there's always going to be some rivalry there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, they're, like I said before, they're showing some signs of life. And they're smacking some teams in the mouth yeah. where, where people might not have always expected that from them. And they're kind of a very middling team. You don't know what they're going to do. They don't have a ton of wins. But their problem right now is that they have a lot of one-run losses. Their bullpen has been very solid. Yes. But they can't seem to get over that hump. And they end up losing by one runs. And there's been a bunch of them this year. So typically when they do have a one-run loss, it's because of the uh, the hitting. But they, they did have one late last week where it was due to a bullpen and, and not being able to kind of get it done. But, I mean, I think this is exactly what we thought we were going to get out of the Cubs this season and uh, I don't think there's any surprises um, and, and like I said they're making a little bit of hay but look hey we have Wade Miley finally coming back into the rota- yeah. rotation because this is I think he has what two or three starts on the season so right. far it's fun to go to Wrigley again yeah and a lot of it is just like you said like these guys are coming back they're showing what they can do again you have like these 34 year old rookies but they're out uh, there. They're showing their ass off. They're not that old, and they're not rookies. <laughs> they're not that old. Calm down. They're a little excited over here. No, but I mean, they are putting runs up. They put up seven and nine runs against mm-hmm. the uh, the Pirates. They have like it's very boomer bust for the Cubs. They had a game earlier this year where they had twenty one runs against had, the Pirates. They had, yeah, they had a game. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't remember who that was against, but I know they had a game last week where they put up nine runs, including Wilson Contreras' grand slam in the first inning. That was the Pirates. You know what I mean? So I mean, you, you, they seem to really like playing the Pirates. If we could just arrange that, they could play them the rest of the season. Just be, back and forth. Yeah, that'd be just, super awesome. <laughs> I mean, that'd be that'd be really cool. I mean, <laughs> I mean look, I, I like the Steelers, but the Pirates can kick <laughs> kick rocks. rocks. I mean, they're one of the most storied franchises out there with Roberto Clemente and Barry Bonds, and yeah. you know, it's going so much. Yeah, but, but I mean, like when that's the thing is that they had these players and they never really 
really did shit with him. That's the problem. It don't really count until it counts, right? I agree. Speaking of counts and not counting, they play the Reds next. Oh. A team that sucked. They were like one, like 17 or something like that. And lately, they've turned it around, uh, beating some pretty good teams. And now they're going to play the Cubs. And again, you got the Pirates and the Reds at the bottom of the division. Right. And the Cubs in the middle because uh, uh, you got the Brewers and, and mm-hmm. the uh, St. Louis Cardinals up on, a, on the top of the division. This, this is a series where you can stack up some wins, but they've been playing pretty well. What do you think? I mean, look, you know, coming into Cincinnati, that's always, that's another team that's always going to play up against the Cubs. Uh, you know, the, the Reds are... We were just talking about the Reds. We're talking about uh-huh. like, all the talent they have yep. come through there, especially their pitching. We talk about Edison Volquez. You talked about your boy Johnny Cueto, who's yep. not on the Sox. Uh, the Dominican Diaper Dandies is what they were nicknamed back in, like, 2007, 2008. Yeah. And, they, and they had a role as Chapman, and they've yep. had a lot of really good players. Joey Votto come through there. Yep. Sean Casey used to play in that team. They've had a lot of good players come through that, that they had, team. They uh, former Cub uh, Castellanos. Castellanos. Yeah, I mean, so that's the thing. Is that it's, yeah. a, it's a weird franchise. It's, it, it, I equate them to a team like the Tigers, you know what I mean? Like where they never quite get over the hump. They always seem to be good. A couple of years ago, they made the playoffs. Um, the it reminds pl- me of San Diego a lot where they'll, they'll acquire some good players and then nothing will happen and then poof, everyone's caught again. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Where, where they just, they're, they're there and they're gone yeah. very quickly, yeah. you know what I mean? So they decide to sell everything off. If they don't make it, if they're not in first place by All-Star break, they're just selling everything off. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, hey, some cool news for the Cubs. They inv- uh, unveiled their latest statue yes. with Fergie Jenkins to be the most recent Cub to get his shine. Uh, the statue is going to uh, it's gonna stand in a newly created role in Gallagher Way. His old teammates are next in line with Ernie Banks, followed by Williams and Ron Santo. They were icons back in the day with those beloved Cub teams in the 60s and 70s. And Jenkins was honored to be uh, see them reunited in, uh, in permanence. So they're going to have all their teammates out there again. I mean, I have my collection of uh, 1969 Chicago Cubs uh, commemorative glasses here that I've only drank out of one time. And that was when they won the World Series. So it's really cool to kind of see the the Cubs, uh, especially what they've done with Gallagher Way, with all the improvements they made on the outside of the ballpark. It looks great. Because they worked on the inside first. They got that bullpen, or uh, not the bullpen, but the... Uh, um the dugout and and their uh, well now you have like a room yeah, all set up nice. And besides that, in the bleachers now you have a walkway. We can walk back and forth through right. the bleachers. Before you couldn't do that. Right. So I mean they've they've done the one thing I'll say about the Ricketts family and their crew and, and their improvements of the ballpark has been monumental uh, considering what you had maybe twenty years ago. Oh yeah. You know and, and and that's when we talked about last year a lot about them pr- crying poor how they're going to pay for it so on and so forth that COVID year kind of really fucked them up. But I mean you know it, it's the the thing about Wrigley it's not just the history but you have to find ways to kind of make it feel also like a modern ballpark as well, right? So you have the amenities, you have that uh, nostalgia, but you also have that modern touch and that's what brings players in because it's not just about playing with playing at Wrigley, right? Theo and his crew did the same thing over at Fenway. Yes, they did. And you see the th- same thing that happened it, over here. And it's beautiful and I, and I keep telling you like out of my, I think I've been to seven ballparks right now, Fenway is number one. Yeah. And it's, it's again, it's very much like Wrigley Field. Like when you step in, you feel the history, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the fans are passionate. And it's very much like a Hawks game, where if you're sitting down, like in a lower level, mm-hmm. if game is going on, you can't leave. Yeah, 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 you can't get out of your seat. You have yeah. to wait for the inning to be over, and then you're allowed to leave. And if you're outside, you have to wait for the inning to be over to get back to your seats. So it's very, very much a, a rich tradition where they love their baseball team. Now, they've had some issues with 
being racist and yelling stuff out and 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 being obnoxious when other teams go in there, especially in the outfield. That's Boston. 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 Yeah, because you know they forgot the cockies. They're a bunch of bastards. Yeah, yeah. Them and the Bronx. Bronx bombers <laughs> have that same fucking issue. I'll be I'll be going up there to see the Yankees take on the Tigers, and uh, I think June third we're hey, going over there. I mean, that, that's the second best in seeing the, the Cubs and I mean the Cubs and the Yankees. But you're also going to see some former Cubs. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna miss out the uh, Cubs and Yankees by one weekend, but we are gonna see Rizzo versus Baez, which is gonna be pretty cool. Because like I told you, I never got to see uh, Rizzo play at Wrigley just because oh. of everything. Thing that was going on in, the, in my work schedule at the time but i mean so the funny thing is is that my, my i went over with my wife's birthday being uh, on uh, last week yep. um i got us uh, some shirts to wear from obvious shirts i got us some shirts to wear oh, oh nice for, for the game for the game and i got uh her a shirt that says anthony rizzo is for is my forever captain which i i'm sure that uh you know yankees fans will enjoy and understand captain my and appreciate captain it. Now, I was going to get the shirt that says, I'd rather be at Wrigley, right? I was 100% going to get that shirt. I talked to my guy who lives in New York about, hey, where where should we go before the Yankees game? And he gave me the the bar to go to, the, okay. the pregame bar, okay. the place to hang out. And I and I decided that uh, with the the, rec- <laughs> the the recency of what's been going on with the Yankees and their players and their 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 smack talk and yeah. the culture of that uh, team and their fan base it says maybe i shouldn't be wearing a shirt that says i'd rather be at wrigley so instead i might got be outnumbered a little bit just a little bit just like <laughs> uh, fucking forty thousand to one but just that <laughs> no, no big deal um but instead i got the shirt that says the greatest game that was ever played was on a wednesday in uh in cleveland, cleveland. so i mean i don't think i can go wrong with that i think uh, anyone who pays attention to baseball will understand the reference understand the significance of that and uh hopefully hopefully i won't get too much shit because again, we're going to see two former Cubs who are on the World Series team. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you get some smart fans that understand baseball because they're like, "What game was played out of Waveland? I mean, in Cleveland on Wednesday." To be fair, I am going to wear my World Series Cubs hat just to clear up any confusion. But again, they're Yankees. Yeah, it's not hanging up. It's, it's over there. It's in another room. I just yeah, saw it. Yeah, I'm stashed, like, where is it over it's, here? It's in it's in the stash of 150 other hats that I have <laughs> out there. It's, it's stashed away. You're not going to wear your holy cow hat. No, you know, I, here's the thing is that the, the Cubs hat already has a little bit of sweat on it, right? A little bit? A little bit of sweat. It's not that bad. I have hats that I sweated out, hats that I absolutely love that I just completely sweated out. And I could never wear in public if I wasn't going to, if I wasn't going to be participating in a sporting event. Those are the hats that like where you got that white stain that goes all the way up to the brim. So <laughs> like it looks like a cr- it looks like you have a crown on it. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you know, even though, you know, our team was the king of 2016. They I were? Wanna, yeah. I don't want to bring that up. So yeah, I mean it'll be it'll be interesting. Uh, I've never been. I've I haven't been to New York in about fifteen years, and uh, it's yeah. a lot very different. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like you know, we'll have a good time going out there for our anniversary, the first time going on a trip without the kids. So that'll be a that'll be a fun time, and uh, yeah, we got some good things planned. But yeah, that uh, that Yankees game is uh, is is right there. Are you gonna go in your Gore-Tex jacket? No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go the to Timberlands. I'm gonna yeah yeah well the Tims I have to I mean I I think I don't think you're legally allowed to walk into Yankee Stadium without no Tims. Tims yeah I mean I think, you know what I mean even if I spray paint in black just so I can look taller you, yeah you are gonna be like two <laughs> inches taller <laughs> George Costanza over here <laughs> so speaking of the Yankees what is going on with the South Side thanks Cubs White Sox White Sox go go White Sox let's go 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 
So some racist things are happening in the Bronx. Surprise, surprise. According to Tim Anderson. Look at this, man. I know if you've seen this, but let me play this for you. Hey, Gordon. Todos guys to Pigeon Carlos Stanton in. In. Uh-oh, go get it. Please, please, we need that. We need... Donaldson and Grandal were going at it while the update was happening, and now the benches are spilling out. This all started right at home plate. Donaldson and Grandal were getting after it right in the batter's box. The bullpens are coming out from left center and right center. All right, so this all stems from last week when the Yankees were in town. Uh, Tim Anderson sliding to third. And him and, and Donaldson get into it over the slide. Uh, it looks like, you know, Donaldson pushed him off the base. Right. They got it. They, they exchanged some words. They got into it. And it's this today is the, uh, they played Sunday, which is the, the second game of the series because Friday got rained out. Mm. Uh, so apparently, oh, okay, okay. the inning before this happened, Donaldson is crossing uh, Anderson and him. They both have words. And apparently, mm-hmm. He called him a Jackie. Yeah, he called him Jackie, yeah. He called him Jackie. He was what's up, Jackie? And they had some words. And again, Tim Madison comes out the field. And, you know, you have Grandal being the catcher. Donaldson comes up. And that's where they ensue, and this this whole thing ensued where the, you have your catcher, who is your one of your veterans, right. sticking up for Tim Madison. Like, hey, bro, I didn't appreciate what you said to Tim. I don't, I don't like it. Right. Stop that shit now. They exchanged words. When it got heated, both benches cleared. Mm-hmm. I think it would not have been that big of a hoo-ha if the both... <laughs> your eyes. <laughs> if if the both benches didn't clear, I think they could have handled it as men one to another. But they did. And yeah. then and after that, Tim was like, okay, you guys are talking about me. And they Abreu, right. the biggest man on the team, had to hold Tim Anderson back. Yeah, so I mean, I, I saw I saw when it happened. I saw um, your boy Grandal. He was hang- he had something hanging out of his ear. It looked like it looked like I was watching something about Mary. It's the pitch com. It's the pitch com. It looked like something about Mary just sitting there dangling Whoa. there. And, Whoa. He, and he gets right up on, on Donaldson and he's talking in his ear and he's yeah. like, don't let this thing touch your face. I just want you to know <laughs> no matter how it dangles, don't let it touch your face because if I told you where this really came from, you'd be really upset. He's like, your mom wouldn't appreciate that. He's like, I promise it's not hair gel. But anyway, so so he's up there, and I saw him like right there, and you see him kind of like he puts his his mitt kind of right in front of Donaldson's face, and he's yeah. pointing at at at, uh, at short, and he's like, "Hey, that's my guy. I I heard what you said. Hey, right. What you say about my boy? Right. Hey, what you say? You know. So I mean, like you saw him kind of start getting heated up, and uh, and and then eventually everyone, uh, you know, Donaldson is kind of starting to squawk back a little bit. You could see he's kind of listening, trying to process what his next move is going to be, and then he saw saw him squawk a little bit, and then you didn't see the benches clear. I mean, everyone crowded up, but the two players that i saw dragging ta off the field was abreu and gavin sheets now you got the, two the, big guys no the, the, the funny thing is, is that as i think about this whole thing i'm thinking about the fact that you you look at a team like the white Sox. you always talk about them being uh, being the, the little brother the second fiddle yeah. to the chicago cubs right yeah. and this is a team that's heavily uh filled with minorities on the team like yep. it's hard like a lot of teams it's it's hard to find a minority this team it's hard to find a guy, <laughs> a white, guy. <laughs> a white guy on the team right you know what i mean like so like Gavin Sheets is like, oh yeah, these are my brothers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So but yeah, yeah. Que, que, que pasó, brother. Yo creo que me agarró cuando 
don't do this. You know, he like, doesn't know what he's I saying. I really love jalapenos. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's you guys, right? Um, <laughs> but I mean, look, like, you know, this is a very culturally sensitive team. You know, you have all the Cuban connection we talked about before. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, we, I heard a lot of people talk about, well, this is nonsense because uh, Tim Anderson has called himself the next Jackie Robinson before. But it's, it, it's, I think we can refer to a lot of other things where you have a minority where if I call myself or refer myself to something in an affectionate way and right. you take it in that context and you try to put a like negative connotation condescending on it, on it right. you know what I mean? We, I know exactly what you're trying to do. So don't come up here with that bullshit right. and think that you're going to sit there and talk to me that way and think that I don't know what you're talking. You, you might not be saying bad words, quote unquote, bad words to me, but the, the negative connotation yes. that you put behind it, the attitude that you put behind it, don't think that I don't see right through what you're trying to do. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not the first time that Josh Donaldson has pulled some shit like no, this. No, they so this is some bullshit shit right here speaking of the first time this happened this was with giolito when G, uh they took away the sticky stuff that first week and mm-hmm. donaldson hit a home run so let me play this for you from last year lucas it looked like looking at the replay that donaldson yelled something along the lines of it's not sticky not sticky anymore after his home run in the first did you pick up any of that and what's your reaction to him saying that i saw it after the fact i mean He's a f- pest. Um, <laughs> you know, that's kind of a classless move. If you're going to talk, talk to my face. You can go, you know, cross home plate and do all that. Just come to me. I mean, I mean, I, I literally tell you, you got a problem with me? Take it up with me like a man. Yeah, don't 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 be a little bitch and yeah, right. start doing this and that. And then Donald said, responded like, oh, I waited for him in a parking lot. No, he didn't. No, you fucking no, did it. No, no you didn't. fucking did it. Get the fuck out of here. This ain't fucking WWE, man. We're not going to have a fucking tables out of the chairs match. Or the NBA, when people chase each other down the tunnels. That happens. Like you see, that happens. Those motherfuckers ain't gonna fight. No, though. no, no, no. Because I, I, I tell you what though, all the, all the little, the bitch fights we've seen in MLB. Remember Derek Lee versus Chris Young? Like it, it was watching like it was like watching two trees that just fell over, trying not to fall over on top of each other. Right. The, uh, the only one I remember was a Cleveland. I can't remember the player and the, um, the, the, the guy from from Toronto. Okay, no. Let, let, when he got punched in the face. No, I, I'm, I'm going to give you two right now, and that's Nolan Ryan against your boy, Robin Ventura. He that's one. shit out of him. Oh, yeah. And the other one was uh, Kyle, Kyle Farnsworth versus Sean Casey, okay. where he fucking beat the oh, yeah, yeah, shit yeah. out of him. Oh, yeah, he beat the he dog char- crap out of him. Yeah, yeah. He charged the mound, and Sean Casey, a big guy, took it and then just came out. You thought he was on the Reds before. He was all the way red after that shit. <laughs> he was like, I just want to confirm that, yes, I am on the Reds. So, I mean, those are fights. But, I mean, like, typically you don't see, like, real fighting. I mean, I remember Don Zimmer getting knocked to the ground when it was a uh, uh, Red Sox versus the Yankees. And that yeah. was pretty funny because I'm yeah. pretty sure Pedro Martinez just grabbed him by his big, fat head and just kind of leaned him over and he just rolled about seven <laughs> times to the ground. He yeah. like, what are your, what is that called? The, 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 the Russian? Pops? The, no, oh, the, no, the, the, the Russian, Russian nesting doll. Yeah, that's what that would look like. like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> rolling, I mean, rolling, rolling, rolling. MLB is investigating this. It's going to be hearsay. Nothing's going to. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that's an unfortunate thing because it wasn't a physical action, so you can't right. really prove on what he said or what he didn't say. Because you know there are times, especially on a Sunday afternoon on ESPN or Sunday evening yeah. baseball, where you see uh, uh, players get mic'd up, or in the playoffs a lot, we see that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, or All Star games, it's not very often that you see a player with you know 162 teams plus all those uh, 162 games and all the teams. Uh, you don't see that many uh, uh, players get mic'd up on a regular basis. So unfortunately, you are right; they're not going to. It's going to be hearsay. They're 
they're not going to really be able to tell the truth because hey we all know there's always three sides to every story right your side my side and the, the truth, truth so yeah. what are we really going to hear well i mean there has to be where, where you also have to consider where there's smoke there's fire right right and donald said admit it he said he's he called him a jackie right well he called him jackie he didn't he call him, him yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah but so if you're admitting to it and tim anderson takes it as so and so however right. he takes it it's still wrong yeah, I mean, it's it's just again, it, it, it when you when you take something that's meant to be positive and you and you apply a negative connotation yeah. to it and use it in a condescending manner, then that's when you're going to get in trouble. And that's why the whole you know the, the whole team came out to defend their 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 teammate. Yeah. And you could see how heated Ta was. Now, don't get me wrong; Ooh. he's kind of a hothead in general. Yeah, um, you know, but I mean, you see how heated he was, and that literally you had to take the two of the biggest bastards on the team to lift him up and carry but, him off the field. And, and you know who was the first one out of the dugout? Lance Lynn. Oh, oh, 100%. The biggest bastard in, in the pitching staff yeah. was the first motherfucker there in front of Grandel, like, nope, I got this. Right, exactly. Exactly, because he's probably, yeah, he, I mean, this, to be fair, Lance Lynn could fucking probably eat Josh Donaldson for a, an afternoon snack. And, and, and what I really hope is that they take this and put a positive spin and yeah. get the ball rolling. Get these guys yeah. hot on the bat, go out there and pitch. Johnny Cueto did his job yep. on Sunday. He got six innings in. Again, this is a plus. This is they, a guy they, that we signed for nothing. At the end of the day. They and they got, got the, the win, yeah. It was yes. a late inning win, and they got it. Hey, beating the Yankees is a big accomplishment. They're, I mean, you're, you're still talking about an all-star team. I mean, the, the Yankees all Up and have, down? Yeah. Murder's wrong. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, even though uh, Stanton can't always stay healthy, Judge is, is very, like, he's up and down. But the funny thing is I see Judge charge the mound or charge the plate and where everyone else is there. And it, it looked like a teacher trying to uh, uh, corral a bunch of third graders. <laughs> he's like, all right, guys, come on, stop it. You can all have peanut butter and jelly. Like, it was funny as hell. <laughs> Not yeah. you, Billy. You're allergic to peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Judge, he's a free agent at the end of this year. Oh Jesus Christ! Can you are you guys gonna sign him? The Cubs are not signing Aaron Judge. He's taller than the basket out in the outfield. What's he gonna do? Just block him? The Bulls might the Bulls sign might him. Sign his ass. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I, my favorite is always to see him with Altuve like close. Oh to each other. my god! It's like one and a half men. <laughs> he's like, hey, stand right under me so my nuts can rest on your head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, again, the Cubs gonna have a lot of money. You can sign uh, uh, Correa because you'll be a free agent, yep. and you can sign Judge. You sign those two players. Oh yeah, it's, it makes all the difference in the world, especially when you're talking about the, uh, the National League has a DH now. Right? That's what so I'm that saying. Changes everything. That's what I'm saying. Look it, again. It, it's. I know we're playing fantasy here, though. Yeah, I mean, and that's what it is. I mean, it, and that's fine. We just have to see how. I think right now it's a, it's a, it's a prove it year for the Cubs. Okay, we gave you young guys a chance. Um, you have Rivas out there. You have you know the, uh, Schwindel. You have uh, uh, Patrick Wisdom. Uh, you have shit Madrigal. Magical, prove it, man. Prove I, it. I told you, send him down. Yeah, I, but, give him a, give him a week down there. Get him his confidence back. Well, that's what I'm saying is that uh, uh, Magical is supposed to be a major league player, right? Yeah, so that's and, what he, that's and what he Sora, said. Yeah. Sora, all the, these other guys, so they're gonna have to start refilling him. Because I mean, you have players that are just kind of like the ass. They've been on the major league roster. They're probably out of options. You talk about that guy like Ian Happ, uh, things like that. So I mean, like you do have to fill these these holes. Rivas, I think he might have another option to go back, but he's he's already had a cup of coffee up here in, right. in previous seasons. So I mean, right now it's a prove it season. See what you can do. Yes, you're even if you're losing by one run, you're at least it, yeah, you, you're not getting blown out. You're not getting your ass kicked. You're you're proving that okay we were just there we were right there and and look i've been coaching softball for years now i've been watching my team just there right there we're so close guess what this year we're undefeated right this year we're undefeated my my, my girls and our team are undefeated right now uh hopefully we can 
keep that up because we just beat the the top team in our in our in our league right now, the, right. the top twelve U team, who was also undefeated, and we had to come back. We were down five one, and we ended up win winning seven uh, or five. So and that that shows character, you're right? And that shows growth, and that yeah. shows confidence, and that shows that hey. I, I, I'm, I'm saying sometimes you got to be the freshman. Sometimes you get to be the senior. That's just what it is. And you have to understand that you are going to be in both of those positions. So right now, I think that's where the Cubs are. And we want to see them improve. You young guys, young-ish guys are getting your chance. And let's see how you can finish it out. So two points I want to point out. Uh, and I know you weren't, you weren't on the air last week. Uh, Ed Howard going down. How how big is that for you guys? I mean, I, I think Ed Howard would be a couple years away still. Um, really? I, yeah, I, I think I, I, before they really wanted to bring him up because I still think that they're going to try to fill some holes with free agency um, and try to see what we're going to do as far as the infield right now. You still have to decide what's going to go on with Nico Horner, who I believe is injured right now with, uh-huh. a, with an ankle injury yeah. after colliding with the uh, with this, uh, umpire or the uh, the. Freak accident, yes. yeah, right, right there behind second base. It was that was a weird, uh, yeah, that was a weird. Uh, the official, I'm sorry, uh, right behind second base. So I mean, you ha- you still got to figure out what's going to happen with Nico Horner. If you don't bring Ed Howard up right away, you still have a bunch of options, right? So I mean, I think that would give you a little bit of leeway. You're again, you're talking about a guy that, if I'm not mistaken, was drafted only at 19 years old. So you don't want to bring him up immediately, make him, you know, just throw him to the wolves. And I think, I think uh, Jed Hoyer and his crew were kind of thinking of him as a player that would come up in the future. I don't think they were in any rush to bring him up. No. But I mean, have, he, he would have been a September call-up for sure. Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, you let's. I think, like I said, this is a prove-it year, right? Yeah. I think they know what they have in the minors when they go up and down. All the players that they traded for last season, uh, some of the pitching that they traded for last season. Like the pitcher that came up that, that struck out the first five players. Right. So I mean, for the minors, great kid, and 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 that's what you're trying to even uh, uh, Keegan Thompson. Yeah, these are players, and and love us enough, you know. Yeah, <laughs> these are just these are just players that you're kind of giving it. The, okay, this is a prove it year. Yeah, can you play in the bigs? Uh, even if you lose by one run, you're still showing character. You're still showing skill. You're still showing that you belong in the bigs. Mm-hmm. Prove it. So I think that's what it is. So now, yes, is it unfortunate that Ed Howard is, is down for the season? Absolutely. No. But I mean, it's not the first time we've seen a player go down for the season and come back and be able to play next the, the following year. Yeah, but I, I think being a hip issue, which yeah. we are very familiar with, yeah. we know we've both had hip surgeries. We know it's a long road to recovery. I mean, it literally took me two years to get back right. to being what I used to be as far as playing softball and, and, and bowling. I was literally telling one of my teammates last week, I'm like, you see, I just hit 15 and a half miles an hour. I haven't done that in over two years. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I've been bowling 12.8, 13.5. You know, I'll hit 14 if I really push it. I'm hitting 15 and a half. It's been a two, almost three year process to get my strength back up in my hips. So I, obviously he's a lot younger, so he'll bounce back a lot faster. And he also has uh, top of the line, uh, uh, medical care so he'll be fine with that right right and, and I mean look I, I think especially with a guy like Ed Howard I mean I think as far as Cubs fans are concerned and baseball fans are concerned in general is that he's just a name right like that's why people are I don't like, think he's a name I think he's gonna be a superstar but what I'm saying is he is a name and meaning that at okay. 20 years old oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. recognize yes. him. oh my god this guy went down I mean remember he was one of these guys he was one of the, the, the kids that were on that Jackie Robinson West team from back right. in the day from 2014 and um Look, he's already lost the whole season because of the, the 2020 pandemic, right? Right. And and this is just look, this is just weird, weird freak injury, right? It he was. was, you know, he was trying to loot a tag, and it was a weird throw to first base, and it was the end of a game, you know. So I mean, like, 
he twisted his leg weird and it, it just it happened even with my hip replacement sometimes i move my leg in a weird way where i can feel the pressure of, catch the, of the thing in there and it's like oh, oh, oh. so i mean look it, it's a weird thing it's a freak thing I, I it's not something that i would expect that i would inspect could really cause him a, a lot of worry in the future yeah. like a knee i'm much more concerned with the knee because to me a knee is much less stable than a hip right correct so once he's kind of he's gonna go he went under surgery um and then we'll figure it out you know i again 20 years old he's got a lot better uh uh healing power than we do one thousand percent oh it's combined yeah at least double <laughs> all right so for the white Sox, we have uh they're gonna play the red Sox again they're gonna play them at home then we got the cubbies for the crosstown uh, rematch and then before you get into the cup Sox, we also have the blue jays the rays the dodgers the rangers and then we have detroit so literally we have about four series against potential contenders right so it is it's the time to put up or shut up because we're, we're rolling into the end of May, into June. Yep. This is the time to start stepping on the accelerator and see what you got because you're coming up. I know the trade deadline has been push, pushed back to August 1st, uh, which is one, one day extra, but whatever. But we're looking at these White Sox who are putting up three runs a game. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is this is the time right now where your 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 pitching really has to shut it down. I think Keiko had a decent game the other yeah. day, right? Which I mean, is, which is he gave up seven runs, but I mean, he gave five six innings, which is fine. Right, you know what I mean? He's and, there to eat and, it, and that's and that's what I I've been saying is that you you know that he's not going to be the ace of your team. No, you know what I mean? Like you're looking at Giolito, you're looking at Cease, who should be the anchors right there. I'm sure now you're missing Carlos Rodon, but we talked about him enough in the past. Uh, yeah, Lance Lynn coming back, you know what I mean? So there there are there are cogs there, but you really have to have the entire machine working um and you got to make sure that everyone's healthy right so right. i mean you, you look at some of the teams that some of these younger guys have been have been doing on the team we still we still don't have eloy back because again a weird injury but lou bob's been playing well out there yes you know you have players on this team you have leadership on this team so i i feel like you, all the pieces are in place you just have to execute at this point yeah it's really about producing and my only i know we have a lot of We've been talking a lot of baseball, but it's also the bottom line. We're talking about baseball. The biggest thing for me is these guys are not producing to the back of their baseball cards. Right, right. Except I, for Luba. Luba had like a 14-game hitting streak that got snapped the other day, but he jumped back on the horse and he's hit it again. Uh, Hobreu is not hitting the way he should be. Tim Anderson's been doing okay. But then you go to the rest of the lineup, and they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, and as much as I want to blame Tony LaRusso for, for putting 35 different lineups in 35 different days, I can't blame him if the guys that he's putting in the lamps are not producing. I can blame him because he doesn't remember who played yesterday. He's like, oh, oh, was that? We're like, who the hell is that guy? Billy Ripkin? <laughs> <laughs> no. The other thing is like last week when they had the doubleheader as well. Why is Larry playing? Two, Larry. Yeah. Why is Larry playing two games and, and you're sitting Tim Anderson? And then uh, Ozzy Gee is criticizing. Tony Larusa, not Tim Anderson. He's yep. criticizing Tony Larusa, and Tim Anderson takes offense to it and says, uh, "Shut the fuck up." I, well, because I, uh, look, he's. The, I know. I, tell, I know Tim's defending his manager. Yes, that's hundred percent what it is because it's just the same way Grandal defended him. Hey, I appreciate that you don't think that it should be done this way. It doesn't matter. You're not on this fucking team. This is my manager. This is my team. Uh, you're essentially an outsider at this point, and that's what it is. I know. I understand that. What Tim should have took a more mature approach to it. Okay. The, the middle finger the earlier this year, yeah. this, yeah. and then now you got the Donaldson, Donaldson thing. Yeah. Like, dude, 
play baseball and everything else will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. I understand you want your defending manager. You'd be like, you could have said, Ozzy is a commentator. I'm letting him do his job, but yeah. I am backing Larusa one thousand percent on all his decisions. He could have took a mature uh, way of handling it. He did it. But I mean, I, I think that Ta has proven at this point that that's not what he's going to do, right? No, because you remember early in his career, he was a quiet guy. He was yeah. shy. Now yeah. that he's kind of coming out of his shell in the last couple of years, he's not going to shut up. And I and I think what he's trying to do is is I think he realizes that a guy like Abreu, who's getting older, is not going to be there, you know, that much longer. And he's no. trying to be the guy that takes over leadership role. And again, hanging out with a guy like Lance, uh, Lance Lynn, I mean, you know, you're going to start to develop that sharp, sharp tongue. You're going to sit there and, and lose the ability to hold back and have any type of discretion. But here's the thing. If you want to be a star in the league, right? You wanted to be the you wanted to be the face of the White Sox. Right. You want you want, to, you want to be the next Jackie Robinson, right? right? That's what your goal is. Well, I think also he's getting a little bit of frustration seeing other guys shine yeah. because you look at all the love that a guy like Lou Bob is getting. Yep. Hey, TA thought he was going to be that dude, right? Mm-hmm. So just like you said, I'll, I'll tell you 100%. This is what it comes down to. Right now we're looking at May 22nd, right? Where June is just around the corner. Yes, sir. You got you got to go out there and you got to beat your uh you have to beat your crosstown rival, right? Mm-hmm. How much I don't want to say that or how much I don't want to see that. But we should. But it has to be done. Right. So you got to take care of the Tigers. You got to take care of the Blue Jays. You have to take care of all these guys on your schedule. And if you really want to contend and you want to get the bad taste out of last year's playoffs out of your mouth, you got to come up in June and you got to come up in July and fight through these dog days because that's where it's going to matter. And guess what? That's the bottom line. And that's the bottom line. All right, fans, we'll be right back with Stirring the Pot after a quick word from our sponsors. Hey, guys, this is Mike Deportes, and you're listening to True Chicago Sport Fans Podcast. We all know that 2020 was no joke, and with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh, yeah. It's that time again, brother. Uh Uh-oh. You know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring a Pot. All right, brother. I've been scouring the interweb. Yes, the interweb. That's what the old people call it. Strong bad. Yeah. And and I know you're a big fan of chips. And I found one. Okay. Well, you like chips. I mean, who doesn't like chips? Yeah, yeah. What kind and, of shit is that? Uh, so there's a limited time only 
Pringles that just came out. I'm not, I'm not sure how you like Pringles or not. Pringles are fine, but I know you're about to say some fucking gross. Wavy, modern. What is that? Uh, what is that? Uh, the Halo. What is it? It's a Halo edition. MOA burger. Flavor. What the fuck is that? I don't know what MOA means or MDA. Wait, wait, hold up. You can't present me a flavor that you don't understand what the flavor is. It's a burger flavor. Okay. So the, it's a Pringles wavy. It's called M. MOA burger. <laughs> I don't know if it's an O or a D. It's it's fucking the font on it's fucking ridiculous. But either way, it's a Pring, Pringles wavy burger flavored but chip. Chip. Okay. I mean, like I, I'm. I mean, you have we had some crazy flavored chips we, before. Had, I mean, we had the chicken and waffle flavored chips before. It was okay. Chicken. Yeah. We had the Jamaican the jerk chicken one, which was weird. Yeah. We, we we tried it, and then that bag of chips sat in my house for a good year before I was like, yeah, why do I have this? Feed it to the rats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, look. I, I want to say that there has been a company out there that had a burger flavored chip before. I want to say it was probably late because they like to do that type of thing. Um, and it's I think you get a little bit of like ketchup and mustard and a cheese flavor on there. Okay. So I mean, like, yeah. I mean, would I try it? Yeah, I don't see why not. I, but it, it still sounds a little suspicious. Like I'm not quite sure what the fuck it is. Yeah, Pringles is battling with different flavors. I think I was at, at work and some one of the kids brought in. He, it was a tube, and I'm like, is that Pringles tube? What? These kids know about Pringles, and it was a Takis flavored uh, Pringles. What? Okay, okay, okay. So, so you see this now? So I looked it up, and it says new Halo potato chips taste like space ostrich. Pringles MOA burger chips are available to snack on now. What the hell? They have okay. ostrich in space. So Pringles' new MOA burger aims to approximate what a quadruple hamburger made of ground space bird, plus cheese, pickles, <laughs> lettuce, onions, and and an unidentified, unidentified sauce would taste like. Are you still in? Okay, first of all, <laughs> ground space bird. I mean, how high do I have to be? To I mean, like I guess technically, like you can find out in a couple minutes. Aren't te- well, aren't aren't all birds in space? They're just a little bit lower. What the fuck? <laughs> What the hell is this? It's a Halo edition. This is, what the fuck? I don't play Halo. I've never played Halo. I've put, I mean, I've played Halo, but what the what the what? My favorite part of this whole thing is the the Pringles can the 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 guy with the mustache. He has headphones on like a like a gamer. He has the little headset. <laughs> yeah, he on. does. That's pretty cool. Look, I mean, this is a uh, what. Uh, in Halo Fiction, MOA were a source of food on Reach and were served in wing, nugget, and burger form. What? I mean, what? Again, I've never played the game. That's why I brought it up to you because you played the game. Yeah, I, okay. Uh, 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 this is very confusing because I'm not sure. I mean, obviously you're approximating the flavor of something that doesn't exist, so it's still supposed to taste like burger. I get I get the theme here. It's kind of yeah. a fun thing. So, I mean, if it's just supposed to taste like a burger, I, I mean, I guess I'd give it a try. I guess. <laughs> Fucking why not? I mean, shit. <laughs> if I shit, I shit, you know? <laughs> It's going to happen anyway. Yeah, I mean, hell, it just depends on the speed at which it happens. <laughs> what about you trying this or what? Oh, yeah. I mean, let's. I, hopefully it's at a jewel or something where we can we, go out we there. we have to, like, get a can. Yeah, we, now we have to do it. Yeah, once the fun once the pop, the fun don't stop, right? That's how it goes. Sure. Yeah, until, until a flying bird comes out of there and just kicks you in the face and be like, I'm a space bird. <laughs> he has a lisp? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a space bird. Got your hand at the same. Oh, man. All right, man. I got a question for you. What's that? Before we go, what you looking at? What are you watching that isn't sports? 
Oh man, uh, I know the guys in the other room are watching what I've been watching this week. It's the uh, uh, my, my next guest. Needs no introduction. introduction with David Letterman, uh, Julius, Julia Lewis Dreyfus, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Will Smith, yeah, uh, pre-smack, yeah, pre-smack, uh, uh, Cardi B, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Kevin Durant, which I like most of them, except for the Kevin Durant, because that dude has a personality of a fucking plywood piece of wood. Just. I feel like every, every little uh, every little piece of hair that falls out of the top of his head, he just you know loses a piece of his personality. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's really bad. Um, and then I started watching. I didn't finish uh, Valet. It's a Hulu movie uh, with uh, uh, Eugenio Derbez, who's a very funny comedian in, in the Spanish. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Eugenio Derbez. Okay. Yeah. I take your word for it. <laughs> look him up. You've seen him before. I can't look him up. I can't fucking spell that. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't. Even, I don't think my keyboard does that. It does have accents. <laughs> no hell no. Like even if I even if I were to have you talk, if you if I say speech to text, if I say hey Google, could you look this up? They're like nope. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Kk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so essentially, it's about paparazzi. This one chick that she's to be famous she's filming uh she's having an affair and uh paparazzi kind of catches her uh with this rich billionaire but at the same time Eugenio Derbez I forgot the name of his character he's a valet he's on his way home from getting medicine for his grandmother he hits a parked uber and flips over and the paparazzi take a picture of all three and the sound that the car makes is Eugenio <laughs> Eugenio <laughs> um, yeah so they take a picture and they think uh, so they try to spin it as them two being a couple. So it goes from there. So uh, it is a one of those you know slap stick comedies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So again, he he's in his he's kind of older. He's like in his fifties. Okay. Um, and but the thing is that now he's becoming mainstream and doing uh, crossover movies where before he was doing just like Spanish uh, uh, sitcoms and stuff like that. So I'm really proud of him because he's done a lot of movies now where he's do, using his English. And there's other actors that are, uh, again, Spanish, uh, Latino actors that are doing a lot of crossover. So it's funny. It's well entertaining. It's one of those films where you can spend an hour and a half, 90 minutes and say, it was a good 90 minutes. In and out. Yeah, in and out, just like you like it. Hey. 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 What you watching, bro? So I finally, like I said before, uh, a couple weeks ago, I started watching Ozarks. I remembered that I was watching Ozarks, so I finally finished the first season <laughs> this week. And it's funny because it kept popping up, like, continue watching on, on Netflix. And I was like... I don't remember watching the very last episode of last season, so I finally did, and that shit freaked me out when uh, when an old boy got his whole head just, uh, yeah, this uh, yeah, uh, taken away, uh, and then the baby in the water that yeah. freaked me out a lot too. Are I, you figuring out that the beginning of the episode or show you what's going to happen in the episode? No, I knew that I, with the O. I, I knew that the design, yeah, whatever yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah uh, the O with the yeah the Oregon O with the little cross in the yeah, yeah. I, I figured that out. But I mean, like seeing the correlation and seeing like you know how gangster the rednecks actually are and how terrifying, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh shit! You got some of that book learning. I didn't know that. It's <laughs> fucking Ruth, and she's a gangster, and all the yeah, the the, the fried redneck. I saw that. That, that was interesting. So, yeah, I mean, it, I, I'm getting into it. I'm gonna, I'm uh, anticipating what's gonna happen in season two. That's new to me. It's like, oh, a, it's yeah. like a, uh, a used car. It, yeah, it's like a 2018 <laughs> Camry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna run forever. Yeah, and then uh, so I've been watching that, and then um, the season finale of SNL uh, was on last night. Yeah. Uh, you had the departures of some show staples. You had uh, A.D. Bryant, um, Kyle Mooney, um, Kate McKinnon, and uh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, who has actually been uh, he's been absent from the show for 
a good portion of the season uh, ever since he started dating uh, Kim yeah, Kardashian. Yeah. You haven't been seeing him a lot. And one of the funny things he did, he came out and says, I'm just here to see uh, to see all the people's faces uh, to when they think about when I'm going to talk about Kanye and all that shit. Kate McKinnon had a great send-off in, in the first sketch where she does her getting abducted by alien sketch, which yes. is always fucking funny. Her difference, her euphemisms for her butt and her vagina is always hilarious. Oh, my God. You know, it was it was perfect. Oh, perfect way to send her off because then she's like, I'll volunteer. Fuck it, why not? I'll go. I'll yeah. leave with the aliens. And she's leaving, and you can see her getting choked yep. up yep. as she's doing her lines, and she's turning back to the audience, the audience like taking it all in, like, yeah. this is my last time here. Well, and, and it was her, um, and, and she's you know she's been there for a long time. Uh, yep. Ad Bryant did her her uh, her sketch in uh, on Weekend Update with Bo and Yang, and, yep. and you know they kind of made mention that time about ten great years at the end, and she's had ten you know, great. She's, she's been there for she, ten, ten years. Seasons, I'm t- well, ten seasons. You know what I mean? And that's like you got that's your, ten years. Yeah. Well, seasons. You got your spring season. You got your well. I guess it kind of crosses over. You get your right. Christmas break or whatever. But yeah, she's been there for a long time. Um, you know, we talked about uh, them having to replace uh, some of the characters and some of the, the players in the show but I mean there's a lot of people in the show so I mean I think they'll be able to survive with what they have there are some up and coming uh, Melissa Villasenor has been kind of waiting for her chance um, uh, Aristotle whatever the hell his last name is he's yeah, the pretty boy yeah. Yeah, punky. So, I mean, punky, I'm a big punky, fan of Punky Punky Johnson um, Brian Austin Johnson so yeah. like, you know and you still have Cecily Strong you still have Keenan who's been on the show for 20 something plus years uh, you know, so I mean, there's definitely like a lot of talents on the show. So it'll be interesting in seeing who they bring in next season as their featured players. Who yes. doesn't come back from the guys, the featured players from this year? Um, and, and you know, you know, I've been watching it for so long. Sometimes you get these these uh, these players that are on there only for one season, and they don't really get their shot. And Brooks Whalen is one of those guys. Um, there, I can I can go down a list of guys that had one season or just a cup of coffee there. But you know, again, it's always a little bit of a bittersweet time uh, when you see some of these some of these. Uh, uh, Long-lasting uh, members of the cast move on, yeah. move on, yeah. You know, especially that many at once. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what you were telling me. I'm like, no way, all these guys. I'm yeah. like, that's a that's that's a shock to the system. But what you want to do is you wish them that they move forward in, 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 into the movies, into sitcoms, yeah. and they they be successful. I mean, well, Kate, you see them growing up. Kate McKinnon has, has had a successful career outside of right. Show for a yeah, while. she's very, you know she has a a, a couple of uh, um, commercial campaigns, advertising campaigns. Cecily Strong has had her own. She's in that Schmigadoon uh, show on Apple right, TV, which is hilarious. Um, I want to say on Prime uh, is where Ad Bryant has a show. So I mean, they've all branched out and had their own shows. Um, but uh, you know, and I mean, Chris Red is another cast member that that came over after yeah. having a, uh, he was on the show Disjointed, and he's been in other things before he came over to the cast of SNL. So I mean, you do see some of these crossover guys and, and, and it, actors. It kind of brings me to what Mikey O said when we had him on here. Is like. You're gonna be you. You're gonna come on to my show, and I'm gonna put you on, and you're, you're yeah. gonna get funny. Yep. You're gonna work through your system, but you shouldn't be on my show ten years from now. Right. You should be growing. You should be taking bigger risks, and you should go out there. Like, you should become like a headliner when you come back. You shouldn't right. be like just a part of the show, another cast member. Spread your wings and fly. And that's what these guys are doing. They're gonna spread their wings. They're gonna fly and see what they can do. I mean. I'm, in, I'm, interested, I'm interested in seeing what's going to happen with a guy like Pete Davidson because he's been so mixed up in the media. I mean, he's he's been arguably the biggest star in SNL because of the people he dated. Yeah. He was engaged to Ariana Grande. Grande yeah. You know, he's been dating Kim Kardashian since she was on the show. I mean, I mean so. he, he's got an all-star lineup already. <laughs> yeah, he's been through it all. He's been through them all. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. But, yeah, it's always a, a little bit of a, a sad thing to see some of these uh, longtime uh, players leave the show, especially a show that's so near and dear to my heart. Yeah, it is. But hey, 
Yes, sir. We all got to move on, right? We do. And speaking of which, that's it for today. Hey. hey. How you like that? How you like that? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago News, our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your t-shirts right now. Don't forget to visit our, our guy Danny and his friends over at ACSI.tech and click on their career sections to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Go to ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today and get your summer in gear. Don't forget to check out the Shy Native Radio Podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go and check them out right now. And don't forget to check out Shy Native Nights. Uh, they are performing all over the city with all types of different Chicago artists. Uh, check them out. Check, them out their, uh, check out their social media, and you can see where their, where their next shows will be. Shout out to Ronesh, Panic, Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your Moleman merch and gear. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at TrueShyFans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, and reach out to us. Hit the DM with your stirring the pot ideas, your movie recommendations, and just tell us what you think about the show. You can reach us at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. All right, y'all. For Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next week for episode 98. Wow. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Swish. A few moments later. Wait, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Um, you know, this is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. Did we just become best friends? Yup! You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos! You think that's off? Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichoke. I'll eat that poppers. Thanks, Cubs!